Good evening, Portland Snowhawks fans, and welcome back to episode 9 of Inside the Nest with your host, Coach Mitchell O'Brien of the Portland Snowhawks. Uh, today's podcast, we're going to be discussing uh, last night's game versus the Memphis Steamers. Uh, we did not come out victorious as we lost 31-21 in a very hard-fought matchup as... As tough it is to see us lose, I did enjoy watching the game. It was a really good game to watch. Uh, much respect to the Memphis Steamers with uh, head coach Justin Jones. Uh, cornerback Caden Blair, big shout-out to him. Uh, completely locked down. Uh, Karis Curry, our number one wide receiver. Uh, well in coverage against him. Zero, zero catches allowed. So Big props to him. That can't go unnoticed. Uh, defense on their D line, they have uh, Nashawn Richardson, Sully, and Diago Lizarraga. Lizarraga. Those two are great. Both got generated great pressure on Joseph Gidley, so that could be a, a contributing factor of why we lost. So just wanted to uh, shout the shout out the shout out to the Steamers. They had played a great game all around. It was a great game to watch. Had me on the edge of my seat. And uh, beard hairs uh, out out my chin. Uh, well, first uh, first, we're just gonna start off with the questions because the questions will lead into my general general ramblings. So, first question comes from Chrome, OG of the RFL. Thoughts on how your offense performed this game? Uh I think the offense played pretty good overall. Our run, our running attack was uh, well balanced, and we were able to keep moving the sticks. Uh, passing game wise, besides uh, the lack of targets towards Karish Curry, which is uh, fine when you when your other uh, three wide receivers are getting theirs, with uh, Daryl Martin Jr having 100 yards receiving. Dwight Smelter had like 50 yards and Chaney had 50 yards. So it's good to see that everybody was getting their own besides Karish Curry, sadly. That sucked. But uh, overall, I think the offense played well. O-line played good. Only allowed one sack in my honest opinion, which was the Jared Smith sack. Uh, the Bob Stevens sack, great sack. Uh, pushed up against the goal line. Uh, great rush by him, jumped over Mitchell O'Brien block, block and kind of like slide tackle Joseph Gilly in a sense. Very uh, interesting uh, tackle by uh, Bob Stevens. Uh, yeah, so our O-line played pretty good all around. Quarterback Joseph Gilly had two, had two bad Aaron passes. Uh, so those are unexcusable, so not much we can do about it. It's just a bad release of the ball out of his hands. Both, both terrible passes inevitably went to, uh, JT Casey, uh, strong safety for the Steamers. Had He had the two picks last night on so skilly, first one being on the very first drive of the game. Uh, that, that really, uh. Uh, stalled the momentum in a sense. We didn't didn't really seem to like generally affect us that much, but 
when you realize that that's that's a loss of seven points on the board right there. You lose by ten, so that's one instance where we lost seven points. Like the yes, the steamers probably get the get the ball. So say we score seven, steamers probably get the ball and go down and get seven. That's fair, good assumption. But when you throw a pick in the red zone and you come away with zero, and they end up off that turnover getting seven, that's a flip of. No, what would that be? Seven points? 14 points? Because you lost seven, they got seven? I don't know. Don't know exactly how that math equation will work out, but that sucked. And then the second interception, Joe Skidley tried to lead Cars Curry up the field. Should have led him to the corner, to the pylon. He didn't do that. JT Casey jumps up, picks the ball off, seals the game. Game was pretty much already sealed. The second interception came with 14 seconds left in the game, down by 10. So even if we did score, we'd need the onside kick. Percentages are against us in that situation. So uh, great play by uh, the Steamers defense all around. Uh, what else was I thinking of? Uh, next, or The next question came from Coach Frankie J of uh, San Antonio Dreadnoughts. said, what do you think are the main reasons you guys lost? Uh, well, I sat back today and watched, re- well, re-watched the game and like looked at key points of where I thought that we lost in sense. Uh, obviously, as I already previously spoken on, the JT inter- JT Casey interception on the very first drive, that's a loss of seven points right there. That that can be a contributing factor. Uh, Daryl Martin Jr. dropped the ball on third and seven uh, with 3.25 left on the clock, which led to us punting. We pinned the steamers down on the three-yard line. And on that drive, J- uh they do. They run play action. We're unable to generate pressure. Uh, safeties aren't able to keep up with JJ Vaughn. Bree Wagner unlo- uh, unloads a pass down the field. Hits JJ Vaughn in stride. Catches it. Touchdown. That was a big mistake. So those are two on the field mistakes of an interception and drop pass. Because I think if Daryl Martin Jr. catches that ball, at least we get three points out of that situation, which could have which could have been big for us. Again, we get the three points. Maybe the Steamers go down the field right on the next drive and score seven. But we don't know. We lost points on that drive. In my opinion, we lost a minimum of three points on that drive. So that was once again another swing. We go to the third quarter with about four minutes left in four minutes left in the quarter. We run for a first down, get a holding call, moves us back to set second and seventeen. Try to throw a screen pass, ball is incomplete, no good. Third and seventeen, throw it up to Dwight Schmelzer, gets knocked down. Have to punt. Uh, once again, it's all speculation. Maybe we don't get any points out of the situation. But on that drive, I was feeling good. We were moving the ball. We had momentum. I think we get we can probably get at least a field goal out of that situation. So that's another three points that 
at least we might have lost. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't get any points. Who knows? No, we'll never know. So that's a minimum of nine points lost. Say we don't score in the red zone on that pick. So that's a minimum of nine, and we lost by ten. So a minimum of nine, a maximum of twenty-one. So twenty-one could have been huge because, as we all know, in the game of Madden, momentum is a thing. So maybe we go down the field, first drive, score. Steamers go down the field, next drive, they score. We catch the ball on third and seven, move the sticks, continue to march. We score. And then the steamers have <clears throat> pressure on their shoulders that they need to go down the field and score. Maybe they don't. Maybe we hold them to a punt. That's a swing. That holding call, that comes back. We... We don't get that holding call. First down. Continue to run the ball. Do a little pa do a little pass pass. And then maybe we get three or seven points out of that situation. Those are valuable points. Uh what was uh those were the three main on the field situations that I can think of. I'm not going to contribute Joseph Gilly's last pick with fourteen seconds left. On a reason we lost the game. We were already losing. So you can't contribute to that. Uh, but an overall arcing point, And kind of working into. Our next question. That once again came from Chrome. Shout out to him. Two questions. Uh, much appreciated. He said what were your thoughts on your defense's performance. And what what improvements do you think. could Would need. Well. Going into my. Overall, overall arcing point of why I think we lost the game was our lack of pass rush. When you're facing a great quarterback such as Reed Wagner, you need to get pressure on him. Like we were generating pressure, no, no question about that. You, if you go back and watch the game, we were getting there, but we weren't getting there fast enough. Like Reed Wagner is one. of is a top five quarterback in this league. You need to hit him and make sure he's on the ground and he's taking sacks. He was, he was getting the ball out to wide receivers as he's getting hit. He's throwing the ball away as he's getting hit. We recorded no sacks on the night. Yes, we got lots of pressure. We sent some heat. We, we got home. But those passes were... Let out of his hand. He did not hold on to the ball. Big situations. Like we had. We had the ball on like the six. Our six yard line. We we let in. Joseph Gilly gets sacked. He goes from first and ten. To second and seventeen. And then sec And then like third and seventeen. Joseph Gilly has to throw the ball up. And try to make a big play. Uh. It's just just a simple thing. When you're at second and seventeen, you can't run the ball, because unless you pick up like ten yards, then that's not an efficient that's not an efficient play. You have to throw the ball in those situations. Like, yes, I have the nine nine overall quarterback in Joseph Gilly, but not many quarterbacks, if any quarterback, are you ever going to be comfortable saying, okay. It's 2nd and 20. 
we're going to get a first down. 100%. I don't know if there's anybody. You you can confidently tell me you believe in your quarterback to be able to get you a first down in two plays on a second and 20. But if you're honestly saying to yourself, oh, yeah, the, my court, I have, I have Joseph Gilly. That's easy. No no questions asked. Don't even need to think about it. It's 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 already happened. Like it's gonna work. No, you're that's not a thing. This is this is the game of Madden. Like you can easily throw an incompletion, take you to third and twenty, throw have to throw it away because great pressure comes in. Third and twenty, you can throw a check down, and then the player runs backwards. Third and twenty one, you could throw it to the flats and they get three yards. Now it's third and seventeen. Unless you make a big splash play, you're never you're not going to get to a man you're not going to get to manageable without getting like a decently splash splash play. Like not many teams have a play in their playbook that says, "Okay, second and twenty, let's let's try to pick up yards," especially on a third and twenty because you can't. If you're trying to pick up a first down on third and twenty. You honestly can't throw before the sticks unless you have some like. Uh, rack yard receiver, or uh, not receiver, rack rack yard demigod who can like break tackles and move bodies. Then like you can't throw a, throw a short of the sticks. So an overall arcing point would be uh, pass rush. And uh, hey, shout out to the steamers all line. They did their jobs. They held they held our defense, our defensive rushers to uh, long enough for Re Wagner to get the ball out. I can respect that. Like, if, like, you're getting pressure and the quarterback's getting the ball just just before you get there, hey, your rushers are getting there. You're, you're generating pressure. We had at least four passes that I can think of off the top of my head. The Reed Wagner got out just at the last second. One was to J.J. Vaughn. One was to T.J. Jones. Another one, I think, was to Romeo Jackson. So we were getting there. We just weren't getting him on the ground. So that, that'll have to be something to be looked at. I I expect to be in the playoffs, and I expect the Steamers to be in the playoffs, and I would believe that there's a good possibility that I play the Steamers in the playoffs because I'm trying to go to the Real Bowl, and I know Justin's trying to go to the Real Bowl, and I know he's he was preparing hard for this game. I was preparing hard for this game. I didn't want to lose it. And I definitely know he didn't want to lose it. So, if there's any bright side coming out of this, the playoff—if there's a playoff game—it's only going to mean so much more. But overall, uh, I think our team played well. Joe Skilly had three touchdowns, the two interceptions, over 300 yards passing. Uh, running game looked looked great overall. Uh, we used all three of our running backs. Confused. Confused Smitty many times with uh, trying to figure out which McDonald was in the backfield. Uh, I'm just going to have to add some uh, equipment to one of them so they're uh, a little bit more distinguishable in the backfield. But overall, uh, let me pull up the stats. But uh, I know we had 55 yards, 30 yards, and like 30 yards. So. Uh, Overall, I think we had over 100 yards on the ground. And that's that's something you're always trying to look for, strive towards, is having a good running attack. Yeah, so we... How many yards do we have? We had 114 rushing yards. 
as a team. So yeah, Joe Skilly had 313 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Mitchell O'Brien had 11 carries for 56 yards. Alex McDonald had nine carries for 28 yards. And Jake McDonald had nine carries for 30 yards. So with that being said, I said about 114 yards on the ground. Uh, receiving, as I said earlier, uh, Darren Jr. had f- six for 100, one touchdown. Juan Chaney had three for 51, one touchdown. Jake McDonald had three catches, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Dwight Smelter, three for 59. So, ball was getting spread spread around efficiently. Uh, really didn't have any bright stars on defense, so that's a problem. We need to uh, we need to have more uh, defensive highlights and statistics. Like just looking at uh, looking at uh, the pitchers that Smitty took post game. Our our defense had our defensive players had no highlights that warranted pitchers. Like we had no defensive player pitchers, and that's not even that's not Smitty's fault. You ain't gonna take a picture of a corner chasing. Someone after a catch, that's not efficient. So our defense just needed to uh honestly play better because they did play our defense played great overall, but we need to make some flashy plays and we didn't. And that's something that needed to uh change. We need to we need to generate pressure, get get interceptions, crazy force fumbles, uh knock the ball down. Uh, defense had some movement around. Jaqueline Booth was playing some safety. Had Casey Lauder corner, corner in a couple sets. Uh, defensive line was uh, moving around a, quite a bit. So we live and we learn. We move on. Uh, we didn't kick any field goals. So with that being said, I don't know if that's positive or negative. Uh. So, yeah, it was a great game overall. I enjoyed watching it. Sucks to lose. We now fall this in two. And next week we play the San Diego Crusaders once again in a divisional game. Uh, Crusaders get back their uh, star running back, Vondre Bryson, next week. So that's going to be something we're going to have to work on uh, trying to stop. Because Andre Bright, uh, we struggled to stop uh, Byron Benedict a couple weeks ago, who's a 71 overall. I can only imagine uh, having to face face back up against Andre Bryson. He's a great running back in this league, 94 speed, very fast, very agile, uh, great change of direction, just overall great running back. So that's going to be something to try to stop. Along with, uh, once again, trying our best to contain the Bentley to uh, the Wakefield to Bentley connection because those two are uh, like siblings. They're connected at the hip and they know Wakefield knows he can just throw it up to Bentley and he'll go get it. So it's not going to be an easy game by any means playing against the Crusaders. It's a divisional game. We beat them once. And if anybody knows how Madden works, you normally don't beat them twice. Just kind of how things go. Divisional games are... Divisional games, I know that's a terrible analogy of... Oh, they're a divisional game, but, like... 
It is what it, it's true. Like y anyone knows who plays Madden, even in even on even if you use your thumbs, like divisional games, Madden be acting extra dumb with like with situations like you break a tackle when you shouldn't, you get an interception, you get a bad deflection. So we need to we need to win next week. Simple as that. Crusaders play tonight. No offense, uh, Coach ba Bakchukalupi. Hope you lose. Uh, can't uh, can't have you getting within another game closer to me. I have two losses now. You have three. You win tonight. You're within one game. Can't have that happen. Same for you, Mike. Hey, you know I love you, but. You need to lose. Can't can't have you keep winning. Uh, Coach Cam, you tune in. You gotta beat the gotta beat the Elks for me next week. I got the Crusaders. Elks play. Elks play uh, the Monarchs and the Condors. I'm trying to think who the Condors play next week. Let's check their schedule. Because even the Condors are right now this division yet like. Yeah, I know they're like three games behind on paper, but that don't mean nothing. Uh, they played the Lancers in week 10, so, no, they, so, what week is this? Week 9. Yeah, so they play the Lancers next week. So, Rajir, beat the Condors. Cam, beat the Elks. I'll beat the Crusaders. And we'll, we'll all be living in happy pandemonium, so. That'll move, that would move me to 7-2. and two. The Elks would fall to... Six and two. What do they have? Them? They still not have their bye bye yet. They must not have had their bye bye yet. No, no, they did. They had their bye bye week seven. Maybe I'm just dumb. At this point, I'm rambling on, and no one listen likes listening to rambling if it ain't structured. So I hope everyone enjoyed listening to this episode of Inside the Nest, episode nine. Uh. Hope to got hope to see you guys around the Discord. Come check out the next Snowhawks game. It's gonna be Sunday, April fourth, eight uh, six p.m. YouTube. I was many calling it again. Uh, look forward to that game. Gonna be a great one. Divisional matchup. Those are always the toughest. I don't I don't care what other people say. Divisional games just hit different. Uh, yeah. So I hope everyone has a great rest of their weekend. I know it's coming to an end. Flew by like uh, crazy. Two games tonight, Bisons versus Dreadnoughts, Gunners versus Crusaders. Then tomorrow night, you got River Hogs versus Voyagers. And we're on to Week 10, just like that. The, these RFL weeks be flying by right before our eyes. Hope everyone has a great night, and talk to you guys later. Snowhawks out.